Hello, and welcome to Soundwave. I am your temporary host, Brandon, joined by my co-host, Rick, also temporary. I'm Rick. He's Rick. <laughs> and uh, you may be asking yourself, these uh, these are names that are not familiar to my ears on a Soundwave night. Well, we, uh, we are in a strange place where the original host is saving the villagers of Japan from Godzilla, and the temporary host is getting drunk with an old friend, so we're like three host levels deep at this point. Uh, I believe that's called hostception. <laughs> a host within a host. A host within a host within so, a host. Well, I guess it's not within a host. It's like... So it's, we don't get within any of those guys. If we go, if we go like one level deeper... I think we are in a permanent state of limbo, if I'm not mistaken. Well, not have me become the host. Mm. Well, now, just so you know who we are, you might recognize me. I've been on the Department of Offense uh, a few times, and uh, I've spouted nonsense that way. And also, I've been on Tabletop Theater, but new to your ears is the smooth, smooth stylings of Rick Rowland over there. Um, I say over there. You don't have any concept of space. You hear nothing but audio. I'm still... I am over here. In in the physical realm, not just in the audio realm, but in, in the physical being realm, he is over there. He's not in the same place as me, because that would be kind of a host on a host. Yeah, it's not good. Co-host on a host. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm new, and I've never been here before. Never been here before, which is a shame, because it's, it's a great place to be. Um, yeah, speaking of which, we are, uh, we are, who we are, we are... Besides being Brandon and Rick, we are co-writers for a uh, review site called The Daily Anthem. Daily and case, Anthem. yeah, The Daily Anthem. We don't you, have a song yet. No, we don't. We don't have a song. Just taking a shot at it. Yeah, that was good though. I liked it. We can save that. We have it. It's recorded for posterity the here. Daily Anthem. Mm, I liked your first one better. Just, just work on it. Like hot pockets. Keep it simple, right? Right. Um, but we are co-writers uh, of reviews and such for the Daily Anthem. We have a Tumblr. If you go to the Daily Anthem, uh, no, dailyanthem.tumblr.com, and also we are on Twitter at uh, the underscore Daily Anthem, D A I L Y Anthem. If you can't figure out how to spell Anthem, we don't want you following us anyway. We chirp about reviews and we talk about music from the standpoint of actually being musicians because we are musicians and. Um, that's uh, I guess that we feel yeah. that qualifies us to talk about music. So speaking of talking about music, here we are today, taking over for Matt and subsequently Casey to talk about music. So speaking of which, oh, you'll have to excuse me. That was a uh, cream soda burp because I am drinking cream soda. Uh, the first song you heard there was Tap Out by The Strokes. Yeah, I, uh, a funky little groove by a funky little band. I like it. I know almost nothing about the Strokes, but I know that that was that was some funk, and it was good. Yeah, uh, I didn't let any of the vocals play because I feel like a good intro. You know, you know, Shit, we don't need singing have, in the intro, right? That'd be weird. Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to experience the whole soul of the Strokes, I recommend you go and find the album "Come Down Machine." It's their newest album, and it's decent. It is. Uh, I'll stick with decent. <laughs> It's uh, it's not the best thing you'll ever hear, but it will be catchy and you will enjoy it. And that was a little taste of it. I believe that's like the first or second track on the album, so you'll get that out of the way in a hurry and get to new material like straight away. Um, the reason I picked the the uh, the Strokes to be our our intro here, 
um, was was because I, I think they're a Britishish sounding band. I don't know if they're actually British. I know that their frontman is Julian Casablancas or something like that. One of them is British. He sounds British. Okay, when he talks, he he he. It sounds like a British name. I don't know if they're actually British. It doesn't matter. But the reason I say that is because last week the th- uh, the uh, they said the theme this week was going to be foreign songs. Now, not a single member of uh, Blind Ninja Studios is holding down the fort with us today. Originally, there was going to be one. Uh, Carlos. Uh, yeah, yeah, Carlos. Uh, and I had so many fun names to call him too. <laughs> Uh, originally, Carlos Plans Gustavo ruined. Diego Los Quesos was supposed to be spending the evening with us, but instead he decided to hightail it off along with your uh, typical host, Casey. I say typical, I mean more like your fearless leader. Um, <clears throat> but they are all gone, leaving just Rick and I to stage a coup, and here we are. Which um, we found out about as we walked in. Basically, we walked down here and we found out that the episode is all ours. So we're going to record a handful, so you're going to be hearing just our voices for like the next few weeks. So if you don't like that now, just unsubscribe. Just unsubscribe. You might as well. Subscribe again when you see that somebody better is back at the helm. Because, you know, uh, I just got the rundown on how to run all this stuff. So if this is utter dog poo, you now know why. You have no one to blame but Casey and Matt for abandoning their duties, abandoning their duties to go do things with friends who they never get to see and to help children who don't know how to speak English. Shame on them. That is terrible. Terrible. Awful people. Awful human beings. But you knew that anyway. Literally, their flagship podcast is called The Department of Offense. They're horrible people. And we at the Daily Anthem believe in purity of soul and spirit. Um, But in any case, to keep it somewhat in track with what they were doing last week so that it's not completely different. We're going to stick with the the theme this week being foreign songs. Now, by foreign bands. Uh by foreign bands. Yes, I that's and uh I think we both I I know I took a cheap out. They are still English speaking songs. I didn't go crazy. Like if we would have had Speedy on, I'll bet he would have been like doing like Swedish death metal or something, I don't know. Right. Um, but uh, did you did you come prepared with any uh, foreign songs? I brought, uh, I brought three. We don't have to cover them all, but I brought three. All What's your of first them one? Are English speaking. The first one I did is a simple one. It's the Clash, and I just went with their uh, stay. Should I stay or should I go? Because that's oh oh. I think I knew you were going to do that one. Yeah. Well, it's a song that everyone knows, but. Not everyone One day knows it's fine and next is black. Oh. So if you want me That's a classic. It's a classic song. It's it's, <laughs> it's a good song. Yeah, it's it's one of those cl- like not all the like the kind of the older British songs. They're not always as catchy to me, but that one actually. Yeah, I'll hum that one all day after hearing it. So and thank you very much. They're not. <laughs> they're not that song's not going anywhere for me. It's it's gonna be a song I'm never gonna get tired of. I feel that. Um, actually, you know, as long as I already have them loaded up, um, I'll take the cheap out and I'll do my Clash song. I went with, uh, a similarly catchy song, um, at least for me. A lot of people are really annoyed by the song, but I liked it. Bank Robber. Um, did you ever hear the song? Yeah. I first heard it from the movie Rock and Rolla. Did you ever see that? I, I did not. It's a Guy Ritchie film. Had uh, Gerard Butler, Tom Hardy, Idris Elba, 
uh, Mark Strong had some big names in it. Uh, yeah, I like Gerard. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm 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 a big fan of of basically everyone I said. And then I think that was like I think that's the best role I've ever seen Toby Kebbell in. Um, he was also sure. in like, oh, what was it? Might have been uh, the Prince of Persia. I am gonna be no help to you on this. Dad, yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, it's not it's not music related. Maybe I should stop anyway. Yeah, we're we're doing music. Um, but that's how you found out. Yeah, that was that was where that song came from for me. So it, I felt I felt okay bringing it up. Um, what's another What's another British song you have? Uh, well, it's not British um, or up <laughs> for, foreign in general. <laughs> it's it, I think it's German. Uh, uh, it's uh, Texas local news. Is Texas the band. local news. I, they are on iTunes, I believe. So you should be able to find it. All right, all right. What's the song? Uh, it's one of them. <laughs> I, I should have wrote it down. Should I just play a song by them? That was my bit. No, it's something about time and something. Oh, time and reason. That's their That's most it. popular song. That was the song I was going to press play on anyway. So, uh, uh, these guys are good. I like them. We got a little hardcore stuff going on here. Yep. A little ear bleediness. It's good. They have a female vocalist. Really? So it, it, it gets. Oh, there she is. Good. Now I can't understand them. Are they speaking English? Yes. Okay. That's not bad. No, they're it's it's pretty good. They're a new band, and I I say I think it's German, because it's their hometown or their their uh, Facebook page where I found their information just bills them as being from Stuttgart, Stuttgart. I, I, that's I, probably not at all right. That, 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 that can't be right. They didn't say a country. They didn't put a country in. They elected not to go with the country. Oh. So I just got a town name that sounded German <laughs> or or any foreign language that I'm not familiar with, possibly Swedish. Um, I gotcha. I'm loading up my second song choice uh, by the British fellas, Enter Shikari. The song is mm. stalemate. Ah, you know, I'm not the hugest fan of Enter Shikari, but I really like this song. Um, it's a it's a big change for their music. It's it's not like any other song on that album. I, well, I'm not big into their music in general. What's that? I'm not big into their music anyway. They're they're a little hard. If you don't like them instantly, you're not bound to like them over time. Yeah, this is a lot different. This that's what I'm saying. What this I'm is the song that solidified this album for me. Where it's like, okay, this album will have staying power for me. Um, the song is called again "Stalemate" from the album "A Flash Flood of Color." Um, it's actually it was one of my favorite albums last year, and actually, "Stalemate" was probably the big reason why. You know, I should have let that play the chorus. Oh well, it's too late. You had your chance. Enter. Um. Yeah. So that was that's my second song. I uh. Again, I feel like we're cheating by going with speak English speaking bands. I feel like they were looking for something deep. But one thing that you'll find out immediately about us, not exactly deep. We're not going deep with this. No. Well, and surface I, level enjoyment. I don't listen to any. A big thing for me in music is lyrics. So I don't listen to anything I can't understand very much because I. It just sounds like it's out, you know. I enjoy a good instrumental, but secondary to strong content. That's what I feel. And like. if I can't understand the words, I'm not getting that content. Right, and and that that point, I don't like it. Yeah. Well, being that we're 
you know, like I said, the thing that we feel justifies us to review songs, uh, uh, albums and such uh, for the Daily Anthem is the fact that we, um, <clears throat> we're both musicians ourselves. We both have written a lot of songs from multiple instruments. Yeah. Uh, we've recorded songs all from different instruments as well. We've done complete stuff and um, nothing that we are, we're putting out there by any means. So stop begging us. Please back off. Um, I, I generously <laughs> agree, apply the term of musician to myself. <laughs> uh, I feel generous when I call myself a musician. But it's, it's more I, to inflate your own ego than anything. I do nonetheless, so, <laughs> so I can I can review it because I I can say it. Yeah, I feel you. No, I, I, I mean, you play personally. You play bass guitar. I played bass for like fourteen years. Yeah, yeah. So you, you are you are good on the bass guitar. You're you're pretty you're you're very good at the bass guitar. I I underslowed <laughs> you there. You also play acoustic. Play acoustic. And you do some electric. You're learning. I, I fiddle around mostly to find different sounds. You and tinkle. Stuff. You tinkle on the electric. Uh. I don't think that's proper use. I don't think mm. that's the right word. Okay, I'll tinkle on it. <laughs> and uh, I'm uh, and you do some some vocaliciousness. I I can't. I sometimes I like writing. Um, that but you know you know. And I myself um, also writing and vocals and acoustic and electric. But the biggest thing is drums. Although I've played drums since I was four. And I'm going to be 25 this year. So, yeah, we literally have video of me when I was four playing drums. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but basically the fact that we've been in music our whole lives and have devoted ourselves to it for that long qualifies us, we feel, to to yell at people for either not doing music well enough or for doing a good job of it. Not that we'd yell at people for doing a good job. That seems kind of contrary. Mm, oh, I, I will. I'll do it. I don't care. Hey! Good job! <laughs> there. Idiot! wrong with you well done do it works lower the bar <laughs> anyway i really hope i didn't clip out all the way there looks like i might have a little bit don't care not my podcast um <laughs> did you have another uh, did you have another uh, uh uh foreign song you wanted to talk about i do have one more actually because i really like this band and i saved it for last it's do uh, it it's hopes die last what's the song uh some like it cold all right because I guess that's probably a true statement too. Well, you know. Um. So, listen to that, and I'll tell you my experience with them. I I can't operate a mouse pad with my left finger. Left hand. Mmm. Pretty good. They're yeah. The vocals are what do it for me this man. You like the uh, the false like the falsetto ish vocals? Well and the screams. Pretty brutal. They're very good. Yeah. It's Yeah. To me, I found out about that band because the way I find music is I go on YouTube mm-hmm. and then I just click on things to the right until I find the weird part of YouTube. Ah. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> That's what I really do. That's the the same the same path that a lot of people learn things on Wikipedia by. Yeah, I well, I, I mean, I'll incidentally end up watching giraffes eat pumpkins. That's an example <laughs> of something that I did incidentally find. But and I start from a band I know, mm-hmm. and then I click until I I just click 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 click, like, click. ah new band. That's how I found that band. That band's from uh, Vatican City. Really? Yeah. 
That's interesting. Blessed by the Pope? Uh, no, I think actually they are they are unblessed by the Pope. Actually, <laughs> the, the Pope has condemned them. I believe that they were scolded by the Catholic Church because uh, they all grew up in the Catholic Church. Oh, and then being in the for being, Vatican for doing hard city. music. Well, you know, sort of like showbread. Oh, hey, I actually have them as a as a, a band that I wanted to talk about at a later episode. There you go. See, we're we're, we're kind of we're, uh, just so you know, I don't want to kill the illusion, but we're prepackaging some of our albums or albums. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was looking at the word album and it bled through my mind. Uh, we're we're prepackaging some of these podcasts for convenience sake, so that we don't take up um, Casey's studio more than necessary. So if it seems like we're out of touch with a, a recent piece of news or with a recent album release that we haven't been listening to, that's why. Uh, it's not because we're just ignoring it. It's because we're not about to re-record a whole podcast because of one piece of news. And if there was a piece of news worth re-recording it for, we will seem very in touch because we'll be doing exactly that. Yeah, like if the new Silverstein album were had come out next week. Yeah. I'd read. Oh, and, and that was that was that was an album. That's an album worth talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do my last. Just just real do quick that. to balance it out. You did a, a couple hardcore albums. I was gonna do Bullet for My Valentine's, Waking the Demon, but I feel like I need to counter with uh, the 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 heavy with some mellow. So I'm gonna do um, probably probably one of my favorite bands, British born fellas, uh, Muse. Nice. It, it feels like an obvious one to me. I mean, just I'm a huge fan of Muse, have been for a long time. Yes, uh, I'm going to go with the song Starlight. So here we go. Here it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, his voice is, is, a, is a hurdle to get past for some people. Matt Bellamy's voice is... Uh, uh, I think it's the vibrato that turns off a lot of people. Well, um... What what I saw, I read a review of Muse. I don't know a lot about Muse, mm-hmm. but I saw a review that said his voice sounds like uh, the guy from Green Day. And I'm gonna go ahead and disagree, but I can see where he's coming from a little. But it's like still, the British version of Green Day. <laughs> but but still, it's like no, because he he actually knows about music. Oh, he's classically trained. He's, he was actually, like, as a child, he was a piano prodigy. Well, there you go. And then when you hear him playing, well, like... And you can just listen to Muse and say, oh, yeah, these guys actually know about music. Uh, and then you listen to Green Day and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, there's that stellar chord progression that you use in nine-tenths of your songs. The great thing about Muse is um, uh, I, I believe them to be my, my absolute favorite form band, without, without a doubt. And the reason being that there is something so incredible about a band where a, a, a Muse song can start playing and if you know them at all you can pick out your home that's clearly Muse whether it's by his voice or even just by their chordal progression it's not that it's the same chordal progression each time but it's just that they have a distinctive pattern they have a very uh it's like a signature style but that doesn't make it a redundant that's the greatest thing is that they they still keep it so fresh it's it's their approach is yeah they have the same approach, but they they make things different. They they still they mix it up enough where you're not feeling like, yeah, I've heard this song ten times. Give me something new. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to hear the same song just done ten different ways on the same album. No, you're going to get There's a completely a lot of that in today's music. Yeah, that's that's one of the big problems. Is that there is not depth of songwriting, and actually, um, I don't think you know. Looking at my notes here, I don't think I'm going to go as deep because I see that we have to. We have about ten minutes left. Um, 
I'm not gonna go as in depth with uh, with recent releases and stuff. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna worry about it. Uh, I, I guess it's worth mentioning that uh, a couple of days ago, the new We Came as Romans album came out. Yes. Now I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, tomorrow because this episode will air on Thursday. Yeah. Today's Wednesday for those of you yeah. who don't know. This um, one's gonna be up to date. Yes. Well. As up to date as we're gonna get, yeah. <laughs> which is still which is still a day a day old, which isn't bad. Um, but the new We Came as Romans album came out. Haven't had a chance to listen to it. I didn't even know it was coming out. I first saw about it today. Yeah, no, um, I, I, I listened to it. Yeah, what'd you think? And, uh, it's it's something that I will probably listen to again, but it's not what I was hoping for from them. I really like We Came as Romans. I'm a big heavy music fan. Big into heavy hardcore type of stuff um and it just wasn't what i was excited about from them after to plant a seed and everything oh that was a great album and this one is good but it just seems to have it it seems like they got writer's block and released an album anyway yeah maybe too soon it seems like they they have stuff that could have been good but there's some songs that kind of kill the album Oh, from, and they don't kill the album from being good. They kill it from being what it could be. Uh, it kind of sucks away its staying power. Yeah, and that's and that's one of the big tells is if an album, uh, you listen to it once and you can think it's great, and then every subsequent, you know, there's there there's the uh, um, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Diminishing returns. Yeah. The law of diminishing returns, where you don't enjoy it quite as much the next time. I mean, you know, it might peak around the second, maybe the third playthrough, and then there might be some songs that you slowly start whittling away where I just don't listen to tracks three, five, or eight, and then I listen to every other song, and then pretty soon you've got your just three or four songs that you put on your iPod. Well, the mark of a good album is when you keep that whole album together. Yeah. <laughs> like whether it's you keep the CD in your car or you don't take a single song off your iPod, you just press play and you wa- and you go with it. Yeah. And you can pick up at any point and still feel in- immersed in the album. Well, I always do shuffle. Oh, do you? I don't listen straight through. Okay. Actually, uh, Carlos got chastised on the last podcast for saying that he listened to shuffle. Oh no, I think that's dumb. I I will <laughs> oftentimes I'll take my iPod and I'll shuffle all. Yeah. That's I, I do that real frequently, but um, I do when, that with just single CDs because yeah, I, I like to hear things in different orders. I, I suppose that would it. give each uh, song uh, probably gives it a fresh take each time. It does. It keeps it from getting stale. Yeah, as long as you don't have you know too much like you have to hear the end of one song because it's the beginning of another. Sure. Well, that and that was the thing that he was talking about with yep. with the the new Skillet CD, which I feel like uh, he was the only one defending it last last episode. I feel like Skillet's rise is. Uh, I mean, I, I felt like I, I guess a lot of people liked Awake. Yeah, I did not like Awake personally, but I, I wasn't big into it. I really like Rise, but what what uh, what Carlos said is actually he was quoting me from when we recorded uh, the Department of Prince of offense the the previous time we ended up talking about music for about a half hour after the fact and uh it it really bugs me when uh, i actually haven't encountered this before i can't say when because this is the first time but when on skillet's album they actually put the transition to the next song at the end of the previous song yeah so you have a song like i think it was um i can't remember what carlos said now now i have to go from memory from the actual album i think it was it's good to be alive which is kind of like an a it's kind of a, a happy, upbeat song, a little, a little poppier than I wanted to hear from Skillet. Sure, but the next song, 
I believe it's not gonna die. It's like actually kind of a it's a bit of a not a barn burner, but it's a it's a it's a hard rock song. And the transition is really poorly done and it's put at the end of a poppy song. So if you're just listening to that song, it's like wait, what's happening to this song is there's something wrong here. Yeah. It sounds it sounds like a little demented. It's like that this this shouldn't be at the end of this song. If you want to use this as an intro, and it was pretty bad intro to the song anyway, uh, put it at the beginning of that song because then at least you're eased into the song you're about to hear. Rather right. than if you do hit shuffle, here comes this song and there's no intro, just all of a sudden, boom, and you're in the song. Yeah, that's, um, that's what I'm. That's what I. Which I guess that's the biggest selling point for me why I listen to my albums straight through. I look for a cohesive experience, and there are oh, I, some there are some albums that do that better than others. And Skillet's Rise tries to force that. I felt like their last album was just a collection of songs. No, maybe maybe two or three actually made an impact, and the rest of them fell really flat. Yeah, there was only a couple of memorable moments to me. Then on the new album, they I appreciate them using transitions to try to make the the CD feel bigger and feel more cohesive as a set. That is my selling point. But they just didn't. They're they're. They're they're growing and developing as a band, and they've been a band for well over a decade, maybe closer to two at this point. Um, I feel like yeah. that's commendable. They just it was a production error. Yeah, well, see, and that's just uh, I I listen to CDs all the way through, like the first five listens. But sure, then, then and then you start shuffling after that. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't. If this isn't any any part of the theme or anything, but just, do you have an album that, as a cohesive unit, you let, like you still will listen to this album all the way through because it just it flows so perfectly from song to song to song, and the song order is just so. Do you have an album like that? Uh, actually, yeah, it it goes back quite a ways, but I still can't listen to uh, "Lead Sails and Paper Anchor" by Atreyu on shuffle, and it's the weird thing about it is it's not even all that orchestrated to flow as much as it just doesn't feel right on shuffle. Sure. Um, it just seems like they might not have made all the transitions between the songs for the album, but the album still flows together how it's supposed to. And that's, and that's um, you know, if, if a band can nail that down, in a way that almost takes some if, if they can if they can nail from song to song to song making the whole album flow you know you might not be able to pull a couple favorites out of there um i mean i actually if i remember that album correctly there are some good songs on there that's worth looking at but um it takes some of the pressure off if you've got good production it takes yeah. some of the pressure off of the individual songs and it can make the whole thing feel bigger yeah. rather than making it about, okay, if this song underperforms, it's going to weaken every song after or, you know, it's it's going to make the whole CD as a whole feel like it falls short. But if you've got really good production where the songs yeah. flow perfectly from song to song to song and let's it's say you have a couple of songs. In. Yeah, if you've got a couple of songs that are drastically different, having a transition eases that where it kind of like it flows you into the next song yeah if you have a really bad song and then you don't have good transitions (laughs) that's all you're going to be or even if you've got like a heavy song to a mellow song or vice versa uh i think one of the bands that these days does that picture perfectly because i think they probably have some of the best production in the business and for some reason people just love to lambast them but lincoln park does oh. it better almost than anybody. If you listen to Thousand Sons, is that what it was? A Thousand Sons, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't. It's been a while now. Thousand Sons. Um, 
it was done well on their newest album, Living Things, but on Thousand Suns, they knocked it out of the park. Uh, yeah. A lot of people didn't like it because, you know, oh, it's not Meteora, oh, it's not what we wanted, it's right. not radio-worthy. Uh, personally, it's it's experimental, and I, I loved the style that they took it with. But the big thing is that every track bleeds into the next track, bleeds into the next track, and yet, singularly in your mind, you could pull out a few favorite songs. Yep. And... Uh, I think we we're supposed to do this way earlier in the in the in the show, but I think I'm going to go ahead and call that our essential album for this week. If you do not have it, if you haven't listened to it, and the odds are you probably have heard a song or two from it, I highly recommend going out and picking out uh, picking up Lincoln Park's Thousand Sons. Um, let me make sure that's actually what it's called. <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> Is I, it? I got your back. Um, okay. And if you only were going to pick off one one song from it. Um, what would you suggest would be the one song? Do you have one off the top of your head? From- I, I don't have one off the top of my head. I haven't listened to that in a while. Well, that's 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 fine by me because I do. I would say you should probably. Oh, come on, really? <laughs> the 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 biggest song on that album for me, uh, decisively was "Waiting for the End." Um, I I'll, I'll agree with that. Hey, do you wanna do you wanna find it there? iTunes, see. Uh, yeah, the song the, the CD is called A Thousand Songs, uh, Sons Songs, not a thousand songs. There's, there's um, like ten. <laughs> no, actually, there's there's fifteen because there's a couple of uh, sure. extras. Yeah, there's some extra songs in there that bleed from from track to track. Um, I think this might be my. F- this is a good one. Yeah. Uh, wait, this isn't waiting for the end. That's when they come for me. <laughs> That's a good song. It's a good I, song, though. It doesn't matter. Here's here's waiting for the end. Like I said, it's not my fault. We're new to this. Well, not new to this, but we're new to this one in particular. Yeah. Not my setup, you know. Uh, I didn't bleed all over the keys or anything, Casey. Don't you worry. Um, so that's that's waiting for the end. And actually, speaking of waiting for the end, it looks like we're at the thirty minute mark. So. Um, so we are not waiting for the end anymore. No, no, the end has essentially come. Um, we're gonna play a little. Oh my goodness, that's loud. Not my fault. <laughs> it's it is your fault. Not my fault. Not my setup. Um, yeah, a little, a little. You're the host. It's your fault. Sort. I'm not really the host. I'm the temporary host. A little fortune days by the glitch mob to to see us out. Um, I apologize to Matt for not using his sound files to open and close the show, but I wasn't shown where they were, and uh, I like this better, so... <laughs> Haha, sucker, what are you going to do from Japan? What are you going to do, sick Godzilla on me? I doubt it. Alright, so, next week the theme, uh, well, let me see, what do I got here? Oh, hey, speaking of what we were talking about before, the Law of Diminishing Returns... Uh, I think next week the theme is going to be songs, or uh, songs, albums that get better every time you listen to them. Albums that defy your, uh, the law of diminishing returns, as it will. That every time is like fine wine. I have two already. That would be good. (laughs) Well, good, then we won't have to uh, spend much time in transition on that one. And, uh, yeah, so we got Forging Days playing us out. Next time on Soundwave, I believe we're going to have an interview with the Octomom as she tells us which Justin Bieber and Miley Ray Cyrus songs each of her kids remind her of. <laughs> and that's going to be followed by 15 minutes of uninterrupted Nickelback songs. I'll have to boost my playlist to make sure that that works. Uh, also, make sure that we get the licensing done right so that we don't piss off anybody in the uh, 
Uh, I don't know what, 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 what bureau would come after us. Doesn't matter, it's Nickelback. They're not going to want their money. We can talk about that next time. Mmm, sounds good to me. Have a good evening, folks.